now on Sporting Goss. It's time for Useless AFL Stats. Uh, very popular segment on our Tuesday. Aaron Davenport from the team at Useless AFL Stats. Of course, you can get them on Facebook and they are well worth a follow and a like. Dell, appreciate your time. I want to get straight into, let's go all the way back to last week when the Gold Coast Suns stunned Richmond. What do you got for us? Yeah, so Gold Coast upset win over Richmond was the first time they have ever beaten a defending Premier. The closest they had previously got was the 14-point loss to Geelong in 2012. However, the real interesting stat from the game was the fact that both teams kicked the exact same amount of goals each quarter, being two in the first, three in the second and the third, and two in the last, as the game drew to its conclusion. So in 15,911 AFL slash VFL games, this is just the 11th time this has happened, a 0.07% strike rate. Gold Coast's poor kicking saw them lead by 6, 6, 9 and 10 when the final final siren went. The 10-point margin is the second best margin of the 11 occurrences. (laughs) Had they kicked a few more behinds, they could have challenged the 1990. The 1944 round 15 effort of Melbourne against Geelong, where the D's kicked 8-21 to 8-8. Another useless AFL stat with our man Aaron Dalaport. Each and every Tuesday on the Sporting Goss, very popular segment. People are loving it. Tiger Kings. Yeah, so Max and Ben King became the sixth set of identical twins to post back-to-back wins against the same team in AFL history. Of course, Ben with Gold Coast and... His brother Max, the week before with St Kilda, both beating Richmond. However, they are just the second set of twins to do it against the reigning Premier, joining the Selwood twins, Troy with Brisbane and Adam with West Coast, who beat Hawthorne in rounds 12 and 13, 2009. The other twins to achieve this, back-to-back wins against the same side, are Shane and Darrell Wakeland, Nathan Mitch Brown, Nathan Ryan Loney, and Jake and Cade Collajosny, who were the previous twins to do so, beating Fremantle in round 17 and 18 in 2016. Mm. Now, we talked about, uh, I put it on social media several weeks ago when uh, the Brayshaws had a big day, all three of them, Hamish at West Coast Waffle, Angus at Melbourne and Andrew at Fremantle. But you've got a bad day to be a Brayshaw. Yeah, it certainly was a bad day to be a Brayshaw. With uh, Melbourne's upset loss to GWS, quickly followed by his younger brother, Andrew, with Fremantle. They they went down to Carlton just a few hours later, both at the MCG on the same day. Mm. So unfortunately for them, they now become the first brothers to have losses in different teams at the MCG on the same day. (laughs) However, this is probably a particularly useless stat given there have been less than a handful of MCG doubleheaders in history with just a few others occurring in the late 80s. Still a good one and still... Breaking new ground, uh, useless AFL stats. Kennedy v Kennedy, that took place down at Geelong on the weekend. Yeah, so it was a special day for both Josh Kennedys as they set a new benchmark for players with the same name on the same number of games on the same day. They were both playing their 273rd game and this is well ahead of the next best tally for two players with the same name at the same number of games, uh, that being Gary Ablett, junior and senior. So Gary Ablett Jr. joined his father on 248 games way back in July 2013. But there has literally been close to 100 players with the exact same name over the 124-year history of the AFL. But having them play each other 
is very rare with the same number of games is even rarer again. In fact, this is just the fourth time in history it's happened. In 1943, Ron Smith for Collingwood and Ron Smith for North Melbourne played game 24 against each other. In 1946, Phil Ryan for Hawthorne and Phil Ryan for Collingwood played game 49. Whilst in 1971, two Peter Browns debuted against each other, one for South Melbourne and one for Geelong. It'd be truly amazing if uh, both Josh Kennedys could somehow play another season and uh, celebrate their 300th game together. Hopefully for West Coast, the result would be much better in the rematch. Yeah, well, they're a long way off uh, turning that around. And you've talked about that. You've got Sydney uh, multiple, multiple. So this is quite detailed, but I like it. Explain. Yeah, so there was a stack of crazy stats about West Coast's terrible recent form, particularly that playing in Geelong. Incidentally, my favourite one of those is that um, West Coast have been outscored 2-5-17 to 31-12-198 in second quarters only at Virginia Park in the last, last decade. But anyway, the, the game saw another extremely rare event for Sydney, and that was that Sydney kicked 18 goals and had eight multiple goal kickers, while no other player kicked a single major. So the goal scorers were Franklin and Heaney with three, Amity, Dawson, Goulden, Hayward, Papley and Wicks all kicked two. Neither player kicked a, a single. This is the only the fourth time a team has had eight multiple goal kickers without a single goal kicker, uh, which is the most in AFL history. So eight is the record with, with no singles. The uh, the most goals for that stat belongs to Carlton. He said it in round 12, 2001. They kicked 24 goals against Essendon. Jared Waite had five, Casbolt, Gartlett, McLean, Simpson and Walker three, and current players Eddie Betts and Mark Murphy kicked two. Good, useless AFL stat. And before we let you go, Della, I'm sure you had plenty of requests. Do you have anything on the Sean Burgoyne front, of course, uh, the Silk with 400 games on the weekend? Yeah, an amazing career by uh, Sean Silk Burgoyne. We did a little video tribute on our Facebook page, if anyone wants to catch that. That's got quite a few little stats in it. But one stat that wasn't in it, that's probably my personal favourite, is that, um, of course, Sean Burgoyne, one of just five players to make it to 400. But he is the only one of those who has not had his coach either sacked or retired during his entire career. So he's gone over 20 years. He started with Mark Williams at Port. He left there. Mark Williams actually got sacked the following year, but uh, he went, of course, to Hawthorne with Alistair Clarkson, and he's been with Alistair Clarkson ever since. So an amazing to play that many games and your coach remains with you the whole time. Useless AFL stats. Follow them, like them on Facebook. They come up with plenty, and you can also hear the regular segment with their main man behind the scenes who delivers with such aplomb, and that is Aaron Delaporte here on the Sporting Goss every Tuesday. Thanks for joining us, Della. Have a great day. we do it again next week. Cheers, Tim.